This is Radio Free Galaxy. It's time to go. This is the Space Age, and we are here to go. Welcome to Radio Free Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. I'm Teen Komar. And joining us are our two other co-hosts, two cans of cabbage brand cabbage in a can. Yay! It's not the best cabbage in a can because it tastes good, but there's also a lot of it. I mean, how can you resist that? Adam and Trisha can't be joining us this week. It's just me and you running the show, doing the podcast, persevering. Trisha had a really uninformed... Well, she'll, she'll be on the next segment. She'll be on the next segment. We did an interview that we taped earlier. I'll get to who the guest is in a second. But we taped an interview last night. And then <laughs> during the night last night, she had her car stolen. Yeah, that is so insane. And oh, I'm totally bogus. Mad. Yeah. It's one of the worst feelings in the world when you oh, like God. wake up in the morning and, and maybe you, not necessarily your car, but like some property of yours has been vandalized or stolen or destroyed and it's just like you wake up like just about to do a monday and it's like fuck no car yeah like he's <laughs> like that, that's gotta be confusing too or yeah. it's just like oh come on really another thing that i gotta deal with on like like i already like, oh. it's already a monday morning yeah. I, you know like i was doing some serious day drinking yesterday and fucking tying it on you know she's tying on because it's her birthday week and then you fucking wake up you don't want to go to work you got like the puppy licking your face and you go out to the car and it's no not car. there <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be a little startling yeah it was like what 650 something she texted all of us like yeah it was at my, the gym someone stole so. my car and i'm just like oh come it's on. like you just left our house a few yeah. hours ago <laughs> Total How'd you BS. lose your car in that amount of time, man? Oh, uh, no, my heart goes out to her, man. That that absolutely stinks. Right, so Trisha will be on for the interview in the next segment. Uh, and Adam's just got some other things going on and some yeah, work totally stuff. Cool. We got this. Yeah, we got this, Kristen. Yeah, we we're, we're total nerds. We can uh, we can work our way through this problem. We can absolutely. get out of any jam. It's not a problem. No. We got rid of two useless hot bags of wind. Uh, no, we watch so much Star Trek that we'll be able to get ourselves out of any jam. We have been watching a lot of Star Trek. Jean-Luc, I, I love him. A lot of Star Trek The Next Generation, we've been binging the series. Pretty much just, it's one of those perfect shows, but it's also like a perfect background show. Yes, yeah, like any episode can play out of the entire run, and yeah. it's totally cool. Like, it's like, it's relaxing. And then you like, 
like walk by the TV and you're like, oh, it's a Q episode. Sit down, butt planted, you know, uh, like yeah. Or the worst ones are when they have like the holodeck specials, yeah. and it's like, oh man, I can't watch this without you. So I gotta stop and like uh, switch it out with some Antiques Roadshow, which I know you've just been tired <laughs> of me watching, but I love it so much. Antiques Roadshow is fine. It's just like to me, I just can't like watch hours of it. I can't watch hours of it, dude. It's well, just... no, well, your problem too is that you prefer the American one over the British one, and I tend to watch the british one because there are way more episodes of i like the british personalities better like i like to watch british people being british like just in general so like i like the british one better but i like the stuff on the american one better because it's more pop culture yeah kind it's of stuff newer usually. and yeah and and i i don't i don't know how many like 16th century like china cabinets can you look at before your eyes explode i don't know but apparently everywhere you go in england you can just dig in the garden and pick out like a fourth century ruby encrusted like whatever you know, whatever thingy yeah. because that's just garbage you know like oh we have too many jewels just toss it and you could just find it put some daisies in i i right. want that life right so in the episode, we're going to be getting to an interview, like I said, in the next segment. It's actually one of our first, it's not one of our first non-music guests, but it is one of our first non-music interviews. And it's kind of a swap cast situation, so um, either Trisha or I or both of us or maybe all of us, I don't know, we'll figure it out later, are going to go on his show as well. But we had uh, guest Garrett Smith come into the studio and actually do an in-person interview with Trisha and I. And we're talking about his, he's got a lot of things going on, but in particular, we're talking about his podcast, Dipping Milk and Cookies. Uh, he's the co-host of that podcast. It's a comedy podcast. They do a lot of, uh, they, they use like questions as like a jumping off point and to like lead to like bigger discussions and things like that. And they just have uh, fun little conversations and like exploring the weirdness of life, the hilarity of life, the hard questions, like the morality questions. Would you rather do this? Would you rather do that? And some of the things like that. So we're going to be talking to Garrett, Trisha and I will in the next segment. And then after that, we watched a documentary this week, Christine. Oh, yes, we did. Something brand new that just dropped on Netflix that I'm sure a lot of you have watched as well. The new Bob Ross documentary. It's called Bob Ross... Uh, what was it? Happy Little Trees? No, like Happy Little Trees Betrayal and Greed. I I, I don't know. Something like that, like we're a darker edge. I'll, I'll, I'll figure out the name of it by the time we talk about it in that segment. <laughs> yeah you will but uh yeah it's you, you know what i'm talking about the most people if you've turned on netflix in like the last week or two you've seen like a trailer for it or an ad for it or it's like magically showed up in your recommended to watch list and it just dropped a couple days ago we'll let you know what we thought about bob ross and the betrayal greed show whatever dun, dun, dun. it's like the dark story behind the happy little painter right yeah i hear the lightning crack Ciao. Yeah. And then after that, I think we'll do a review of episode three of Marvel's What If. Not a lot to talk about it, but we'll get into what we thought of the scenario in episode three. This one has to do 
with the Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. and Nick Fury is pretty much the main character. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's a little Nick Fury, uh, Scarlett Johansson, uh, uh, fuck, Black Widow. <laughs> Black Widow. I'm like, you got there. You got there. I was thinking like Crimson. Uh, blah, 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 and like, <laughs> my tongue got really big in my mouth. And then I was like, fuck, it's Too Black Widow. Too many characters. Yeah. A lot of Black Widow, a lot of uh, Nick Fury. So we'll talk about that in the last segment. So stay tuned after the break and we will be joined. Trisha and I will be joined by Garrett Smith of the Dipping Milk and Cookies podcast right after this. This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. They're the only brass knuckle shoes on the market for when pitying a fool ain't quite enough. Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. Get some. Welcome back to the show, and we have another interview this week, Trisha. And by the way, we're in the same room uh, together. We're not doing this remote. Just together, for, you know. together. Yeah. So, but the, for the first time since, like, episode one, right? Maybe, did yeah. we Did we do any other ones in no, person? No, I, I, uh, I think we did the Curbsitter interview in person. Oh, you're right. Because we were like, oh, it's a full band. I don't want to have everything remote. So I think there were... Yeah. There was that interview. We did the Curb Center interview in person, but I mean, it's been a long fucking time. I'm gonna say 98 percent of our stuff has been remote. Yeah, and so that and it's been for a really long time. I think this is the first time that we've done a podcast together um, since. It's been a minute, man. I don't know. Since so, I thought it was yeah, since November, episode one, but November or December, maybe yeah, of last year, something like that. It's been yeah. a long fucking time. But anyway, we have a guest and. I think this will be our first non-musical guest that we're devoting like a whole segment to. Uh, we've had other guests on before that aren't musicians or anything we're, like but that. This is our swap cast episode. Yeah, we're doing a swap cast episode with uh, a fellow podcaster from the Milwaukee area. We've got Garrett on this week, Garrett Smith from the Dipping Milk and Cookies podcast, and also from the band Reflection of Flesh, right? How you yeah. doing, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, guys. It's, Absolutely. Uh, it's awesome. Just listening to you guys right now talk about like not doing the in the same room kind of recording since like November, December. It's, uh, it's many well, moons. It's a hot minute. And I feel honored that I'm the first one uh, to come. Yeah, come, be come like be in our little cramped in your space. <laughs> our little, our right. little cramped. I'm all studios. up in your shit right now. Yeah, yes. like you're all up in our business. Yeah, yeah, all up yeah, in yeah. my business, my yeah. business. So, Gary, you guys do your podcast, you and Michael, right? Mm-hmm. You guys do your podcast in person, usually. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you've never week. done it remote? Yeah, every week, buddy. I mean, there there is a different energy to it. When I can look Trisha in the eye, and I, and I can see her make that Trisha face, which is like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, Travis has been ma- has been has been honing his ability to make the Trisha face. It's um, you just got to kind of curl your lip and look like you're hating to tr- like trying to look like positive or trying not to like be really mad or whatever. And <laughs> I don't know. It just comes out as a. He does a really good job. He made the face yeah. for me the first time today, <laughs> and I was actually like, "Wow, that's." actually super is accurate what, is that what i look like really right. no no i wasn't no i was actually yeah that's yeah, probably yeah. uh that's actually probably very accurate it's usually not like 
It's not a negative or a positive. It's a, a Trisha's thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. This is Trisha's thinking. Yeah, podcasting, podcasting face to face versus remotely. Obviously, you know, starting when you guys did uh, during <laughs> COVID. Yeah, during yeah. the pandy. Yeah, uh, during the pandy. It, it, it had to be. It had to be remote. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, obviously, doing it face to face. It's a. It's a different machine. It's a different monster. But it's, yeah. I, in my personal opinion, it's way more enjoyable just because, like you were saying, Travis. You get to see that facial expression where it's I know. just like, come on, man. I know, it, but we have been friends for so long. That's what my, I was going to get to my point is like, it works still because when we do it remotely because I can see you making that <laughs> face in my head. Mm-hmm. Now, it's always better if I get to see it in person, mm-hmm. you know, but I can see you making that face in, in your head when I say something stupid or you don't agree it's with like me. It's like, and I don't even have to respond. He actually can see my face right. when he says something like, right. oh, Trisha's judging me right now. <laughs> God damn it. Well, then, so, that's why with, with it being remote then you don't have to worry about her being in the room so that when you hit the, the off button yeah. you, you don't have her actually so, in the room saying come on man what the hell are you talking about dude so i have uh so i have a question about like uh right off the bat about your podcast so like when did like so you're 90 plus episodes in right now right mm, yeah we're releasing 94 yeah. on wednesday Ooh. next wednesday uh so how so when did you start and how did you start and why? October, and why? October 20, October 2020, or oh. no, no, 2020, or 2019, I'm sorry. Okay, October 2019. so before the pandy. Exactly. We started, <laughs> we started right before the shit hit the fan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's actually kind of a good call because then yeah. everybody got super into Yeah, podcasts, kind of, like, kind of. Yeah. Even though nobody right. fucking listens to my podcast. But uh, anyways, <laughs> um, uh, we started, me and Mike had been talking about doing a podcast for fucking years man mike's one of my oldest friends uh and again we've always had the best intentions with our business endeavors with each other but it's always been like we'll start something two weeks later we're like boring Mm -hmm. and we're done we just kind of chuck it over the shoulder uh but i like i got really big into podcasts just over the last four or five years i I started listening to uh to your mom's house with uh tom segura and christina p okay and I don't know what it is about that fucking guy, but his whole business model when it comes to, like, YMH Studios and, like, your mom's house, Two Bears, One Cave, yeah. Dr. Drew After Dark, fucking your, uh, where my mom's at. Like, there's he just has all of these podcasts under this umbrella, and, like, I really found that really intriguing. Oh. Yeah. And, I, like, I can talk your fucking face into oblivion. Right. So, like, you put a microphone... I know, you were doing like, that right before this podcast. But I actually... This is great that you're on this podcast because... Actually, this is... This is actually the whole reason that I, like, ended up doing the podcast. I was an interviewee, and then Mm. I started doing the podcast. But it's like, (laughs) I'm just like you. I can talk your face off for days. Like, you get myself and Garrett in a room, like, we're just going to chat. Just right. gonna snowball. Just we're gonna just, snowball. we're just gonna, we're talkers. Like, and I actually didn't realize that much about myself until like we started like just having doing, conversations. I'm like, I'm, I'm just like good at talk. I'm good at talking with mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm good with my mouth. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> See, it comes off a lot different when you say it than as opposed to when I would say that. So, I'm good with my Is mouth. Hey yeah. guys, I'm good with my mouth. Uh, yeah. But yeah. It started out for me too. I I just wanted to be a broadcaster, and I always wanted to work in radio. Mm-hmm. And I grew up listening to like talk radio and stuff like that. Like I have Art Bell over my archway yeah. over there. Like yeah, yeah. Right on. He, yeah, he's the one that made me love radio. I heard him 
late at night at my grandma's house. She always had talk radio on. Mm-hmm. And I heard this mysterious, deep, baritone voice mm-hmm. come in in the middle of the night and start talking about aliens and government conspiracies mm-hmm. and shit. <laughs> and, I, and I was like 10, 12 years old, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, this is it. This is for me. Can we turn that up a little bit, please? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, grandma, hey, grandma, what are you listening yeah, to? Yeah, but like, I yeah. fell in love. Your grandma was so rad. Yeah. She was pretty rad, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Well, I mean, she's got Art Bell on the, on the radio late yeah. at night. Yeah, she's got to be a pretty cool lady. And uh, it, it just kind of like, I, I realized I wasn't going to do it like professionally at a radio station or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then when podcasting came around and it was just like, I was so into listening to other podcasts yeah. and other broadcasters. And it was just like, man, I need to get into this. And then you, like you said, you see people like actually working out a business model for it, and like mm-hmm. making it into like an actual viable like job. Yeah. You know, and you're like, well, shit, why can't I do that from my little cramped bedroom? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, I wanted to get into it too, man. And then you know, getting laid off from your job because of the pandemic, it's just like, well. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Well, that, I, I mean, <laughs> like, well, you had already established a very solid eBay business, right? So you were able. So to I didn't have money. to worry about money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. So like, you know, some of us still gotta go to fucking work every day. Fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> sucks, man. For now, for now, for but, now. But you know, the thing though, it was like Travis had been talking about this for a really long time. I was like, you know what? We're just going to do it. Like, he's like, I got all this stuff. I'm like, yeah. I'm coming over on Sunday. I'm going to be your first guest. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was my whole intention. It was mm-hmm. just to be a guest. That's how yeah. it starts. Yeah. You, that, and that's the thing about podcasting that I've learned in the almost two years that I've been doing it. Yeah. You just have to start. Yeah. You have to. And yeah. like, you can go back to the back catalog on Spotify right, right now. Spotify.com slash dipping milk and cookies. Go like and share Spotify. Absolutely. All that shit. Um but you can go back to the back catalog and listen to the first, I don't know, 20 episodes, and it's just like... Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, we're going to skip this yeah, one. Like yeah. our, our <laughs> we're going to skip this one, and then this some one. Of our, some of our early <laughs> like, episodes yeah. are pretty awesome, but yeah. then there's no, some yeah, that... You have, you have and then moments, there's some, then there's some that are just like, oh, this kind of went on a little too long. Or, skip this maybe one. this was a little unnecessary. And it's hard or... enough listening to your own voice anyway. Like, exactly. I don't know how you are about mm-hmm. it, but like mm-hmm. I'll listen to it during the edit, you know, and then like I've already listened to it twice now, mm-hmm. you know, and like mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, now I gotta move on. I can't like listen to my own stuff. Like, well, unlike you guys, I'm a super huge fan of my recorded voice. <laughs> so, no, shit. my fucking voice is as smooth as the cream shit. cheese. Shit, high five, motherfucker. I like the tone of my voice. I just don't like hearing the stupid shit I say on the fucking podcast. Oh, yeah, no. There, so, I have had a couple so of moments. So, speaking of yeah. stupid shit you say, yeah. it has nothing actually to do with you. There but, we go. Uh, <laughs> You, uh, Garrett, uh, on your dipping uh, milk and cookies episode, you do a would you rather? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so So we were kind of talking about this a little bit, and and they're like they're usually. So what what inspired this? So so again, just like you were saying, Travis, you kind of get embarrassed about some of the goofy shit that you say just because you're trying to fill time, right? Uh, eventually we got to the point, and especially, again, listening to as many fucking podcasts that I listen yeah. to, they're broken into segments. There's right. specific yes. things yeah. that you should talk about right. in certain blocks yeah. of the episode. Yeah. Yes. I, we made we made that connection, mm-hmm. and I thought it would be cool just as like an interactive thing where you post the questions on socials, you get people the feedback, the comment on them, and then you can read it, you can read them on, on the podcast and just right. kind of include people. So I always thought that was a cool idea. But the, the would you rather thing, I mean, 
that essentially <laughs> we just we had to stop talking about our weeks. Nobody yeah. gives a shit. Nobody about cares what, about your nobody boring gives, ass no, fucking exactly. life. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about what your day to day. Like they just yeah. want to be entertained, right? right? Yeah. And the whole idea with me and Mike is we we've known each other for so long. We know how to play off each other. Right. It's the chemistry between the two of us. So that's why I figured we introduced the would you rather questions. Yeah. We can answer them. We can play off each other, and we can include the listeners at the same time. Yeah. So that's where the would you rather section kind of came. Right on. But it, it, and it's not. And really how long? How rather. long did you do that? Right from the beginning, or no, did you? No, no, no. We well, just, how long? How long? Did we've you... been doing the, the the questions of the week. I call them the questions of the week. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing that for probably like four months, maybe yeah. five months. Okay. It's fairly new still. It's fairly new, and it's like it's again, it's a roller coaster. There's dips. There's ebbs so. And what was your worst? Yeah. Okay. So I just, <laughs> your worst. <laughs> just, your yeah, worst. No, no. Would just, you rather? I just asked this one just the other day. It was uh, maybe like three episodes ago. But yes. would you rather be the one <laughs> that flips the switch? Oh, I heard. I, well, I listened to this flips episode. Flips the switch at, uh, at like criminal executions, or be the judge. That decides whether or not they get killed. Judge Hanson. Judge. Okay. Okay. All right. That was fucking quick. Jesus. Judge. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. Because I I don't know. It's it's just still a step off. Out of sight. You mind. know what out I mean? Of yeah. Out of mind, man. Yeah. <laughs> like you're a bad person. Like I'm gonna make the decision, but I no, I'm not gonna. I don't want to. You're upholding the law. Yeah. You're upholding but the law. I, you're well, also mine. So you know. <laughs> I mean. But, but no, that, that that's that it's direct, such a that it's direct, such a it's, it's visceral. A, it's a super good. It's a super goofy question. <laughs> it's visceral. Yeah, it's a, it's sure. very visceral. Like yeah. I mean, well, because then if you're the guy that's executing the orders, you're the guy that's just like following orders. You're like, I'm gonna be the guy. Like mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about. Th- but like as a judge, you, you made that, no. Jesus but the Christ. judge, <laughs> as a judge, you made the decision, and you're like, you should already be confident yeah. in the person's guilt. That's so cool. like. In my in my personal yeah. opinion, it's a it's kind of a rhetorical question because yeah. either way, it's a catch twenty two. Yeah, you're you're the judge who decides whether or not this other human being is gonna yeah. live or die. And like, yeah, granted, there are some fucking trash bags that yeah. deserve that needle for sure. Right. And it's not it's not that hard to say, yeah, get this fucking guy out of here, get him yeah. up, get him out. Yeah. But you know, it's the same thing to be the guy that fucking. It's the button. All right. Well, I mean, but, you know, you're also taking a lot of variables out of there. Like, okay, like, you know, like, there's a lot of times where, like, juveniles are tried for, as adults when they shouldn't have been, and they're oh, sentenced yeah. to it's death, such, and they're, like, saying. 14 years old. I mean, it is a great, spectrum. it is, like, it depends. Like, I mean, I guess the part of the question should be, like, well, what state am I in? Truthfully, like, yeah, Trisha, I mean, you're going really deep with it right now. There's supposed to be there's supposed to be one off like just quick, quick reaction answers, and that's the. That's I the mean, whole my point of my it. initial reaction is yeah. just like I feel a little farther removed if I'm the judge. Yeah, yeah, and that would make a lot me, easier. I can yeah. just yeah, you're absolutely. And like, you have the law to lean on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, exactly. I guess the executioner does too. Like he's just following orders. But, like, you make that conscious decision to be the executioner. No one's going to force those orders on you. Like, if you work for the DOC or something, I don't think they would force someone to be the executioner guy. Who's doing it this week? You know? Yeah, like, you're like... I'm sure it's a rotating position, too. I'm going to get... I'm going to apply for the job as the executioner. Shows up in a black hood. What the fuck? Um, (laughs) the The other... So then the opposite of that is, what was your best would you rather... What was the best would you oh, rather? What, is, what is a good one you've had recently on the mm. show? Really, like, ooh. Like. Would you rather? Would you rather your conscious mind be transferred into a robot or into an animal? 
Robot. Thank you. Robot, 100%. Thank you. It lasts longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are we trying to do here? If, if we're trying to transfer our consciousness, consciousness, like, I, I'm not going to go to another thing that's going to die in a couple years. Like, mm-hmm. you're going robot, 100%. Yeah, I'm going to use this softness of a mortal body, but, like, I'm going to be immortal, or as at least as long as they can keep transferring me into another okay. fucking... Hit it right on the head. You know? I, I'm actually... I, I mean, I, I agree with that. I've thought but, about this a lot. But... <laughs> I thought, I, no, <laughs> You've I actually already thought about it. I hit a nerve. Like, oh. I hit a nerve. Sorry, Travis. I would do that in a second. <laughs> yeah. Like, Transcendence is a horrible oh, movie, but, like, I'm dude, all about it, dude. Like, upload me to the computer, man. Go-go gadget arms? Come on. Yeah. Get out of here. I'm gonna say, obviously, the preference would be to, like... A robot, but I gotta say that I am very tempted with the animal thing where I'm like, oh, like an African gray parrot, like that could just like spout off my bullshit. But just get slapped like, out of the air by the dude, fucking leopard that's in I the know, tree. I know, but like if it was like somebody kept like care of this African gray parrot and it was just like Trisha's subconscious mind is right in now. there. Well, no, it should be like this. Trish, this 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 African <laughs> great parrot <laughs> holds the key to the universe, or or like a a hundred year old turtle that could but like think about this, though, Trisha. Think reason. about this. Animals that can live are really like yeah, I'm you'd just have saying. to go turtle. That's the yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah we're going. We're but like, you're putting your human consciousness into the body of a turtle, of an elephant, whatever I'm like that. Think humor. about how frustrating I'm... everything is going to be living your day-to-day life, remembering what you used to be able to do with your awesome thumbs <laughs> that you can't do no more. Remember when Remember when I had thumbs? Yeah. Boy, those were the fucking Damn, days. Man, you know what I'm saying? Shits, well, I'm just, uh, yeah, and I'm just going by the whole, like... It's cute. Yeah, it's cute, but losing it, thumbs yeah, no, or being a robot... No. Uh, I'm going I know, no, 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 I know, I am going. Terminator, but you're you. <laughs> I, I I'll do it right now. I ain't even gotta be dying, dude. Seriously, I seriously. am going. I yeah, am like so my funny. vote. My vote would be robot. Yeah, absolutely. But I want to be a robot. The idea, the idea of an African gray parrot spewing my bullshit oh my would God. be super yeah. fucking fun. You guys will definitely fit. And you know what? I'm gonna have both of you. We gotta have both of you guys separately Fine. on the podcast. Fine. For sure. But if it's about robots, my answer is yes. yes. Whatever, whatever the fuck it is, yeah. it is yes. It's on the menu. Do I want to see robots in a movie? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Do I want to be a robot? Yes. Yeah. Do I want to fight a robot? Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know about fighting one. Oh, you want to fight one? But only as a robot, not as yourself. As myself, yeah. It would be badass to kick a robot's ass. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. That's a daunting task. And you don't know if you could do it until you fucking try. Yeah, that's fair. See, like what you did here. Would you rather fight a ninja or a robot? A ninja, 100%. A robot or a ninja? A ninja, 100%. And really? A robot, a robot dog. Come on, a robot. Is that got issue? Yeah. If it gets a hold of you, my man, it'll rip you. Ninjas are more like more, more likely to make mistakes. I mean, there's a human component. Yeah, like, exactly. Human component. But I'm thinking exactly. if I can outwit that robot, dude, AI. then you hold the key to the universe. Yeah, then you. <laughs> then I'm ready. To, I'm ready to join with the robot. <laughs> right, then. <exactly. laughs> then. Why you know? not me? Why not me? <laughs> We're ready to add our consciousness together, man. To oh, transcend. and it goes back to the yeah, it goes back to the original question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. fucking ninja. So, in other words, that was a pretty good question. <laughs> yeah. See, I see, like solid, that. man, solid. I like it. Absolutely. So, we were talking about like the personal nature of like when you're when you're first 
getting into a podcast and you want to like talk about your lives and stuff. And I feel like we did that a lot in the beginning too. And mm-hmm. we realized that nobody really wanted to hear nobody it gives a shit. because we're not personalities. You know what I mean? We are to ourselves and our friends or whatever, exactly. but anyone that's tuning in for just a random episode, mm-hmm. they clearly don't give a fuck about what I've done in the week. You know, unless it's just short, it's mm-hmm. just short, brief, Something you know, relatable. you put it in the beginning, but it takes you a while to like get into that. But I think it's like a necessary evolution because you have to get used to just sitting with your friends and like talking in front of the microphone. And the only thing you know how to talk about, about in the subjects, beginning. but about, but yeah, initially you only know how to talk about yourselves, right. mm-hmm. but you have to learn the like, and, and you know, actually the thing though, is that the weird thing about Travis and I and Christine and actually the bulk of our friends is that we don't actually spend a lot of time talking to ourselves Generally, like when we hang out, we don't typically spend a whole lot of time talking about ourselves. No. We talk about because a we've lot known of each stuff. other for fucking exactly. twenty five yeah, years. Don't need you don't have to. To. Yeah, yeah. Have to, yeah. So, like, is there any updates? First five minutes on what's going on? Right, you know, exactly. like no. okay, good, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. Did you see this shit though? Yeah, <laughs> and then bam, and then you're right. Off to the races. So, so how long do you think it was before like you guys like got out of that and and found your format? Uh, well, uh, definitely took a year. Yeah. It was okay. a solid year for sure before we even even really like started to think of a format. Yeah. Like we had the right idea and we had the right like direction so to speak, but yeah. again, it's it's really hard to to gain listeners, to gain, you know, viewership because yeah. like at the time we were doing video too with with mm-hmm. YouTube and like we had the same guy that does uh, that does the band's photos and everything, Alex, that did the live stream, the okay. moving stuff, Alex Weber, uh, Axel Strat LLC, go like and share the page, Facebook.com, Instagram, all that shit. Uh, nice. That guy, uh, he was doing the video for the episodes, but obviously we had a little hiccup and that kind of stopped. So we had to basically take it all back to basics, where it was just me and Mike in my apartment, uh, you know, and you got the couple but, mics and we sit there, but it was after that, it was after that moment though. That's where we really realized like, okay, now we understand like what we should be doing. Cause like Alex gave us a lot of, a lot of really good direction. Uh, but it was just like, it wasn't us so mm-hmm. to speak. Like we, you know, you got to yeah. cut off the swearing and you got to figure no, out, like, no, no, figure no. out what you, you know, kind of I, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't cut out the swearing. No, you know, but that at the same time, if you want to be, if you want listeners, yeah, well, it's not even if you want listeners, if you want to make money, yeah. you got to gotta understand like you're representing yeah. like businesses and yeah. like some people don't want the fucking they don't want body explicit, mouth. right? Exactly. So like some, some of them are cool as shit, yeah. but you know, unless you're, you're established, I mean, but if you're established, like it doesn't matter. Joe Rogan can say whatever the fuck he wants. And he does. Yeah. Yeah. I am not an avid podcast listener, but every podcast that I've ever listened to, popular, not popular, they all swear. They're all explicit. explicit. And it's, I guess maybe it's just like you don't want F-bombs every other word. Or you don't want it to be used. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I mean, I think maybe we were more so in the beginning. And. I will say that I probably drank more in the beginning. <laughs> that was kind of actually a thing yeah, that was yeah, happening. Yeah. So yeah, I'll drink uh, cheers, we're drinking right now. But um, uh, I think uh, like once that kind of like got pulled back, but also it took us a minute. Like we thought that episode should just be like, we're dedicating an episode to this review and we're dedicating. And, but it seemed like it would, there's only so much you can say about a movie and there's only so much you can say about a series. And there's only so much that even with, I mean, maybe when you got a four piece band on, there's, there's things that you can talk about, but it's just like, 
those episodes seem to go on a little longer than they should. So right. Travis actually was the, the 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 idea that was like, all right, we're doing these 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 interviews, and we're doing these reviews, and we're doing these other reviews. Like, segments. let's do no, let's like chop it up. yeah, let's do some chop segments. Up, so and and that came up across like a couple months ago. So like mm-hmm. yeah. For so, me, for me, it was just about finding a format, finding one direction, and we can still be ourselves on it absolutely. as long as we have a jumping off point. So you got the jumping off point of asking the questions, would you rather, whatever, mm-hmm. but you want to get to that same interaction point that we're looking to get to. Mm-hmm. We just use a review as mm-hmm. our jumping off point. It's just relatability, relatability. You know, yeah. it doesn't like yeah. it's really, and especially in our time right now with all of the, all of the the. Uh, the content that's getting just fucking yeah. mashed down, down your throat. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But it's also good. It's also good. <laughs> it's also good. That. It's also good, though. So, like, you can't complain. But, yeah. like, people watch that shit. You know, you, you find the niche. You talk about, you know, the Marvel yeah. stuff. You do a movie review. Yeah. yeah. Like, people, as long as you're staying current, you're right. staying relevant with what's being released, yeah. like, people will naturally just want to, okay, well, I don't know who the fuck these people are. Right. But I saw that movie. I want to I hear what they think about it. Right. You know, so, like, that relatability, that's... The one thing that I've learned in my time of doing recording podcasting is just relatability. I I just want to interject for a minute that I think that well, like we did this like bonus episode, um, and I didn't know I was being recorded until like a little while in, <laughs> and uh, I happen to and it's, yes. it, it is like a fairly it was like kind of we got a new country like listening to this particular mm-hmm. episode. A few of them, yeah. Awesome. We got a few countries, and it was because. Um, I was actually just talking to Travis on a personal level, and he hit record. He was like, here's a <laughs> bonus episode. But it was about Wonder Woman 84 and how much I hated that fucking movie. And I could not... I And he was like, tell me what that movie... And so he started asking me questions. Like, he hit record. Because he heard me... He heard me like talking so much smack, and he That's thought it was so funny. And then stuff. he was like, he was like, I'm gonna hit record. Yeah, and then he started, and then he started like, going. he started like directing it. And then all of a sudden, I was, and he he did tell me like halfway through my rant about how horrible <laughs> this movie was. And so like he released I've been it. Recording this whole time. Yeah, he like <laughs> released it as a bonus episode. And it's funny. It's yeah. It's funny because you were about to. You were you were clearly frustrated, right? You were clearly frustrated. We had we had already recorded the podcast. We were just remotely still online talking to each other. Afterwards. And, and you were telling me how frustrated you were by the movie because we were gonna review it or something like the next week. Or, and, I was like, dude, you don't yeah. want to watch this movie. It's and um, like, and you you were like, okay, let me explain the plot of this movie to you. Sit down for a second. And I was like, hold on, hold on one second. And I just, yeah, yeah, I pressed yeah. record. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was just one of those, like, uh, it was just like this weird one off and it was just like, he yeah. just, he hit record and, and then all of a sudden he's like, dude, we got like multiple new countries on your Wonder That's, Woman 84. Dude, that literally is one of the coolest <laughs> feelings though. When you see that, yeah. even if it's just one, right. Even if it's just one listener, right. Like we got one, yeah. We our first like international listener was from uh, Australia. Yeah. And I it took us that, a minute to I'm get to saying, Australia. I'm doing my little Spotify, yeah. checking the stats, yeah. and I see like United States, couple in like Australia. Yeah. Australia, yeah. shut the fuck up. I know, right? It's a cool that? feeling. Do you know Hell what yeah. our first foreign country was? Oh, jeez. Um, Germany was it Germany? I think it was Germany. Germany or it wasn't. It wasn't. 
it was Germany or Ireland, something like that. Yeah, it, it was one of those. But like each time a new new one pops up, it's kind of fun. Even it's though you know it's only like one or two plays, you're just like Dude. somebody in Turkey just listen to me mm-hmm. talk from and my downloaded bedroom. like mm-hmm. 10 episodes yeah it, like mm-hmm. we, we've had yeah we've no, had that. that i mean shit, we man. i think we're up to like we've had downloads now in maybe 20 countries. something like that about mm-hmm. 20 so, yeah. and actually recently the most recent countries are australia and norway and norway they took nice. a while to get on board which nice. is weird because shout like, out to norway what's up yeah. <laughs> shout out, yeah shout out to australia what's, what's happening what's happening down under that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> yeah like absolutely it. Like yeah, it. I mean, and, you know, I think like Brazil came on early, and like I mean, and like you know, you get those. Sometimes you get obscure countries too, mm-hmm. and you're like, wait, mm-hmm. Indonesia. Hey, what? It's cool feeling like you're like part of like a larger community. You know what I mean? And it's just like even if you have a few listeners, even if it's not a hundred thousand, somebody's listening. Somebody's listening out there, and you're having fun with your friends recording. I love podcasting. It's such a I, I mean, I know it's all legal and everything, but it still does feel like a very pirate radio type situation, yes. you know? Yep. And it's it like, feels very renegade. Like You have to, especially the with the good ones, man. Yeah. Especially with the good ones. It's kind of like one of those things where it's just like, hush, hush. Hey, man, have you heard this new shit down here? Yeah. And it's just like, nobody's talking You're right. about it. And then you check it out, and then it's just like watching the evolution, especially watching the evolution of a podcast that's just starting to bud, right. and then you see it start to gain little bit more steam yeah. and a little bit more people start talking yeah. about it that shit is so fucking exciting i've listened to two podcasts that like over the last four years went from this yeah to like having their own studio studio exactly yeah and absolutely. that's what i'm talking about dude and it's it like it's, it's really just, you not just like keep on keeping on dude like you're gonna just keep doing the stuff because you love it consistency is key. paramount absolutely you, you cannot be taken seriously in the podcasting world it doesn't matter what your scheduling is if it's once every week, once every two weeks, it doesn't matter what it is. Mm. Stick to the schedule. Yeah, that's true. Period. So, that's true. Period. I and think if you have to bank episodes because you know I'm not going to be available next yeah. week, then bank that fucking episode. I know so we need to do better that with that, Trisha. No, Absolutely. no, yeah, we're gonna. Like, that's right, yeah, really, <laughs> really. really, really I, we I try mean, to maintain the same we've schedule. We've been, we've been, Well, there's also the thing about us is that we have four hosts. So like, mm-hmm. if one can't make it, you still mm-hmm. got the three others that are yeah. doing some stuff. There's yeah. always. There's always, there's always there. availability. There's always somebody. But there, it's which then is like, nice I, thing. but then it's like, you know, like, well, I'm available this week, but I didn't watch this, and you yeah, know, like, yeah. oh, you want me to watch a whole season of Supernatural in two days? <laughs> but you did. Like, well, but not I did. in two days. Yeah. Not God in two days. It. Well, but you did you know. what? You know. Did it for the love of the game, goddammit. Hey, I got Absolutely. you on, on the new season of American Horror Stories early, and you can get there. But um, I think this would actually be a good time to take a break. Because yeah. Can we'll you make... stick around for a little longer? Yeah, I just the message I was waiting for didn't go the way I wanted it to. So didn't go okay. the way you wanted to? So, uh, so well, 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 we're going to take a break, and um, I know Garrett's got a new thing yeah, I want to that talk he's starting, and I want him to talk about the new podcast that he's got going on. So We'll talk about the new podcast he's got that's going to be coming up and we'll get to all your links and all that and talk about podcasting in general a little more when we come back from the break stay tuned this episode of radio free galaxy is brought to you by eddie vetter's cheddarwurst eddie vetter's cheddarwurst are the only brand of cheese filled sausage that will keep you even flowing all day long find them in your local supermarket today Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst. Mm-mm.
And we're back on the show chatting with our guest again. I believe this is one of the only guests we've had, too, for more than one episode, actually. I think we sat down... No, more than one segment, you mean? More, yes, excuse me. More than more than one segment. Um, we used to do it when we devoted the entire episode to the band or to the guest or whoever yeah. we had on. Like, when we had on Curb Sitter, we had on multiple uh, Well, segments. I mean, I think a lot of times, like, I mean, obviously when you have a full band on yeah. an episode, yeah. it takes a little longer because you want right. you want everybody to participate and you want to have a lot of talks. Absolutely. But I think, uh, you know, having an, uh, a fellow podcaster, we're, right. we're obviously all chatty Cathy's. Right, Garrett. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we actually just took a, a like you know a two minute break, but it was actually like it's a really long time because we can't because we can't shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, it's alright. Um, so we're actually uh back into another segment because uh Garrett. Well, we want to talk about Garrett's new podcast. You got a new podcast. You're gonna continue doing co-hosting dipping milk and cookies mm-hmm. with Michael, mm-hmm. and you've got your band thing going on with Reflection of Flesh. Mm-hmm. But you've decided to give yourself another project. Start another podcast. Tell us all about it, please. Uh, well, along the ride, it's going to be uh, a podcast that's brought to you from the road, uh, literally from the tour bus, uh, and I'm going inter- to I'm going to interview just whoever, essentially whoever we're playing with. Uh, right. And nice. I just want I just want them to give me the best story that they have from along the ride, being on the road. Like, uh, it doesn't matter if you play locally, it doesn't matter if you play nationally, yeah. there's Regional, always yeah. one story. There's, there's always, somewhere, yeah. There's somewhere in there, there's one right. story where it's just like, oh my God, you yeah. have to tell them about this time. Right. Right. I want that shit. I want that. And I feel like it's going to be such a fucking catch because... We're we're planning on we're planning on stretching out quite a bit yeah. over the next over the next year. Yeah. Uh, okay. So like we I've already got a couple of them in the can. Yeah. Um, I, I knocked out one while we were in Toledo just a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. which turned out really really well. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just gonna give myself a shameless plug. Like you just brought up Toledo in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be playing in Canton, Ohio on September 10th. At, at the Buzzbin, your at favorite the, place. At the Buzzbin, because oh, it's my favorite place. Fuck and yeah. we'll be playing at Ohio. I know like one of my um, favorite bands that's come through Milwaukee, Tigers X, is going to be playing the same night as us. Nice. We play after them. Um, and I love the Buzzman in Ohio. They support us like they need 100%. to start sponsoring the podcast they, as much they as we talk need, about them. No, and they need to actually like I'm gonna bring my road set up, and I'm gonna get the owners Julia and Chris mm-hmm. on this fucking podcast. You should, <laughs> you should. do it. Do I it. mean, and I've done actually I've done road setups. They're yeah. actually not um, super difficult, and we were talking about cool. like my toner mic. <laughs> Is actually super solid for um, well that type of I want sound, sound isolation. That's all yeah, you really need. That's all you yeah. need. Isolation. That's all you need. That's so you really what need. are you using? What kind of equipment are you using to record from uh, the road? Well, right now, I mean, t- truth be told, when we first started, it yeah. was the the podcasting kit for two people off of Amazon. It was right. a, a four channel interface. Yeah. With oh, you're so a you're couple, using an a couple, yeah, 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 a couple uh, of like. I forget what the mics are. They're essentially fucking SM57 knockoffs. Yeah. Right. Um, a couple of boom arms, the mic cables, and the USB cord to go to the computer. From I'm gonna the, from I'm the gonna board. send you a link to the uh, mic that I use for our podcast because I think like uh, doing it remotely and doing it from anywhere. It's a USB well, mic. It's a toner mic. A it's USB like, mic like... is always gonna be easier. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're not gonna get the good quality. 
the of tone, an analog mic. The tone, exactly. Yeah, and that's there, why I keep saying isolation. It doesn't matter what but, gear I mean, you're using. It's a, whether or not it's a, like a quiet a, room that you're in. Absolutely. That's the that's the most important part. And that's what's bring so cool. Bring him on the bus. Bring that's, him on the bus. And that's what I do. And that's what's super <laughs> cool. That's what's super cool is you can kind of faintly hear like the other bands playing while I'm doing the interview. I like that. It's it's dope. It's I'm telling you, give me. I'm not. So have you done? It. Have you have you? I got to, I've got two of them. I've got two of them done. Okay. Already. Okay. I'm not gonna release it until 2022 though, because I want to bank. I want to. I need. Because I want to do it weekly. I want to release that shit weekly. So I need to have at least 20 of those episodes in my pocket before I can really start to feel comfortable uh, releasing them. But I know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we've got something planned for October that's gonna that's gonna help fill those episodes for sure. Do you think you'll run into any kind of monetization issues when you have the other music playing in the background? I mean, some no, algorithms on some sites can no, get a little. You're, no, you're absolutely right. You know? You're absolutely right, Travis. Uh, and that's a very <laughs> serious thing nowadays because yeah. they the fucking those services will jump on that shit in a heartbeat. Like, like a heartbeat. Uh, they one do. of one of our thing, like our very first episode, like we were like, hey, well, like bring Trisha on as a guest, and I'm like. Here's my band. I wrote the helped write these songs. Like I have. We should be able to play them I, on we our should podcast, be able to play right? Them on our, we got like <laughs> Travis got a band. Yeah, I got with I, me as a guest playing my songs on his podcast. Yeah. They did. They didn't just give me a warning. They just it's banned like, me from the site for like, like two weeks, even, and I'm like, without even like just I get no chance to dispute it. Yeah, like yeah. nothing. It's yeah. just like wow, brutal. And so when I hear you saying that, that even if it's in the background. Man, yes. if they catch it, that's what I'm saying. I've read, read a lot of articles about that, too, about I'm, people getting pushed off a podcast because yeah. of the background what noise. I'm, what I'm hoping for, <laughs> what is I'm that, hoping sh- for is that uh, you can hear it faintly, yeah. but you can't distinguish. Right. That's essentially my, my hope for it. But yeah. at the same time, you know, parking isn't always I mean, going to be right against the venue. And we well, have a fucking 45-foot bus. We sometimes have to park uh, a couple blocks away or something. Right. But, no, and I mean, I I guess the thing too is like, I mean, you'll know when you know, like when you release the exactly. episodes, like exactly. you're you're gonna know, you're gonna exactly. be like, oh. Why not like, try it? Shit. Because it's gonna sound so much better with that ambient noise in the background. It really, you know what I mean? It's just, it, right. Essentially, you don't even really hear the guitar tones. It's right. just the bass. You can hear you can hear the, the thumping. Bass, you can hear the kick. But that's yeah. the, and you can hear that's the actual the, bass. It, but that's the problem is that that that's what the algorithms pick up is the bass. They pick yeah. up the rhythm and stuff yeah. like that. I know, but it sounds so much better. You know. You're like, I'll, I'll be we'll very, I'll be very curious to, yeah. to, to see what happens. Yeah. I feel like I, I do feel like in my heart of hearts, so it's it's a really good angle. It, it really no, absolutely. Angle. Like and there's nothing. Yeah, that like that. It, it's a solid idea. It's just we just want to make sure no. that. <laughs> Dude, Your road execution. stories, road stories from fucking musicians are the best. When you get yeah. two bands together, like sitting in a room, mm-hmm. it's like one of the first things you start talking about mm-hmm. is like, especially if you played in the same city or something. Yeah. Like, what happened when you were there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you love the Busbin? We yeah. fucking hate Fuck it because fucking <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, like yeah. I've never played there. Not, no, 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 not no, that no, anybody no, would no, ever no, say I, that. You should though. They actually. Uh, they do like support death metal, black metal, all sorts of heavy music. We are not they death metal. No, I'm no, I'm saying they support all sorts of heavy, heavy music. music. I mean, right. they particularly go to like punk music, but um, metal and anything like they're just like they just like heavier Get the right um, uh, stuff or whatever. But the area is this super artistic, eclectic, artistic district. the The venue is like this. It's it's bigger than the cactus club but there's a consignment shop that's also directly next to it mm, yep. and it's like there's so much art it's just like just a cool place just 
just to be. Yeah. Like, I don't even give a shit if I'm not playing. There. I've heard like, you talk just, about it so much, I want to, like, go like, there. Like, I just want to be there. What like, <laughs> it's in Canton, which oh, okay, is okay. in south. It's one hour south of, of Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, it's just, it's just, like, in this different area. And it's just, just that particular area is an artistic district. And it's just, um... That's I, awesome. I just, I just love playing there. I mean, like they, they just have all sorts of, they just encourage live music in any capacity whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So it's like Absolutely. if you ever get the opportunity to be there, or if you ever want to get hooked up there, like I know the owner, so mm-hmm. um, you're the one to talk to. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. a, it, dude, it's a great venue. But, uh, but yeah, along the ride, like I said, it's not going to be out until next year, 2022, probably middle of January. Oh, so you're that's like, what, you're that's just, what you're I'm like scheduling it for. That's what I'm forecasting it. Again. Like I said, I need to bank some episodes before I can release it because I want it to be like we were talking before. That consistency—it's really important, right. even if it's once every two weeks. Yeah, which probably would be in my best interest. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm ambitious. You—you you, you already get—you already got the band thing going on, yeah, and you're touring with that, and then you've got you know a, a podcast you've already started, and you're committed to that, and doing more episodes mm-hmm. of that, and you're starting a third one. It's like yeah, you need to like pull it back just a little bit. Yeah, I feel you, man. But. How far do you want to take this podcasting thing? Like, I'm not asking you. I'm sure music was your first love and everything Absolutely. like that. For sure. And, that, and that's still what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But how far do you want to take this podcasting thing? I mean, you're clearly working on two of them, you know, so. I feel like podcasting nowadays is so not necessarily easy. Yeah. If you've been doing it, if you know what you're looking for. It's convenient, though. It can be. It can be. It yeah. can be. But, you know. My, my whole podcast setup is in a briefcase. Right. Not a, like a old school briefcase, but like a computer bag. I can yeah. literally take it anywhere I go. Right. Um, and that's exactly how I do it on the bus. I just I bring the bag with me. I set mm-hmm. everything up as I would in my apartment. Sit right, right here and right here. Yeah. I can talk directly in the mic. Uh, so why not do both? You know, yeah. I multi-purpose. I, too, suffer from... Uh, you know, impulse, impulse behavior and, and, and addictive, <laughs> addictive traits. So like, yeah. I, I need to keep myself distracted with something. Right. Uh, you know, why not do both? So personally, if I can make either one of them successful, the other ones are going to follow in tow. Absolutely. It's just, it's almost inevitable. So I, to the moon. To the I moon, actually want to circle back to the name of your original, your you know your dipping main milk and pot- cookies. Yes. Where did you get okay, so, dipping milk and cookies? So, the name. The name. So uh, back in the day, like I said, me and Mike, Mike Segovia, love you, homie. Uh, <laughs> me and him have known each other for the majority of our lives. Yes. Back in the day, his older sister used to call me Oreo because I am slightly yes. mixed, right? Well, slightly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so when we would be out in public she'd be like oreo hey and i'd be, i'd it didn't bother me because she's just like my big sister so i'd hear it and i'd be like hey what's up but yeah. everybody else would be like you let her call you so eventually she was just like you know what dude i can't take all these fucking nasty looks anymore yeah and oreo is a cookie your new nickname is cookie yeah i'm just gonna call you cookie from now on and it, that that hung on for years for years yeah i was always good to the whole entire segovia curler family 
cookie. Uh, cookie. cookie. Yeah. Yeah. cookie. Oh. Uh, and Mike, just being the white boy, has always been the milk. Yeah. So, oh. and so, uh, so we, you know, when we wanted to, to name the podcast, we wanted it to stand out. You wanted milk and you wanted cookies, so, like, and it was say, that obviously wasn't super you, easy. Dip, you dip cookies in milk, but you know what? <laughs> Fuck that. We don't hold the words. Don't hold us down. We hold them bitches down. We're dipping the milk in the cookies. It works and, for a comedy podcast too. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like. Having one of those kind of off titles, you know, wouldn't necessarily maybe work for a pop culture podcast or a true crime podcast. <laughs> if I call myself dipping milk and cookies and we talk about murder no. all day, you know, like he <laughs> needs to go back to the drawing board. You know, <laughs> like, clearly, clearly, I mean, clearly. No, no, no. This maybe isn't gonna really work in search about, engines. Actually, maybe if you're you know, only talking about child murder, and that would keywords. be like horrible. That's a really weird niche, but hey, man, we'll yeah. I'm sure there's gonna one be, out there. We're gonna go dark. Yeah. Have you ever thought about as you know, like searching for listeners? You know, like as podcasters, we always go through these weird things where you're like looking at your analytics, and it's like I'd like to get a little more here or there. Have you ever thought about like? Just like saying fuck it and going to a more popular form, like format, like something that'll get cheap listeners, like some kind sure. of murder porn yeah, or sure, like things sure. like I that. Mean, obviously, there's there's uh, a few lanes when it comes to podcasts that prove to be successful. Murder is one yeah. of them. Yeah. True, yeah, murder, true crime, well, murder, true crime, yeah. Yeah. Uh, true crime, murder. Anything cult related. Yeah. And if you're good at it, anything uh, conspiracy theory. Yeah. Uh, paranormal activity, yeah. uh, paranormal, absolutely, all that's all that sort of jazz, yeah. uh, and that's that's one of our segments. Mike yeah. is super into that shit, so yeah. like yeah, we made sure what the freak flick book. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> but I mean personally, dude, if I'm gonna do this, I don't want to, and that's like that's been my whole mindset with anything creative I've ever done. I don't want to be like anybody else. Yeah. So like, frankly, you look at Joe Rogan. How long has he been doing his podcast? And, like, granted, like, yeah, he had Fear Factory. He's got the UFC. Like you said before, that establishment. You've already got that kind of persona. His name was already known. It's easier to build that fan base. But at the same time, the biggest podcasts that are in the game right now, they've been doing it for 10-plus years. It's a slow build. It's a slow build. And it's it's that slow build with the the organic crew, the organic listeners. Yeah. That's what I want. I don't care how long it takes. I got right. time. I got this is what I want to do. I got time to do this. So, mm. if you got time to listen, guess what? I'm going to see you next week, motherfucker. It's that simple. So, I yeah, you could go down the lanes of like trying to find something that people you know are just going to click on. Yeah. I don't want that shit. I, I want I want people to come to my podcast, to our podcast because they want to listen to what I have to say about what I'm talking about. And yeah. the, and that and it doesn't matter how long. And that's takes. and I completely agree and it's absolutely valid. And there's also like what I I say to everybody um actually like Nino from Bray Road was like you know, like put a post out on Facebook and he was like, it was something about like, what would you, what advice would you give like younger musicians? And I was like, you know, you left out the most important part is like, you have to do it because it makes you happy. You have to do it for the love of it all. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I didn't realize a lot of that until like, it took me a while, like, I kind of lost my identity, like, during my, like, during my marriage, and then, like, uh, I got, my birthday is actually, just so you know, listeners, my birthday, <laughs> <Secret time. laughs> my birthday 
is my divorce day. Man, so not happy only birthday to me. Not only do I celebrate <laughs> my birthday, but this year will be the 11th anniversary of my divorce. Fwah, 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 fwah. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Fuck, yeah, 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 yeah. So like Somebody's but one of the thing is the one of the, the one of the first things that I did when I got divorced was I did not play music during my entire marriage. And I feel like that's why it was like so epically sad. Um <laughs> And it's I got the one of, of but one of the first things I did when I got divorced, I was like, "All right, uh, I'm gonna join a band I'm and I'll go play." Buy a rig right now. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's actually yeah. like I Hell was yeah. like, "Oh, I got an accordion, yeah, I got my flute first, I got like, I got, like yeah, a fucking fuck keyboard, yeah. I got like, I got like a whole fucking setup." Like I didn't know what I was gonna do, but I knew I was gonna do something. I spent twelve hundred dollars a day. Yeah, we broke. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it was like I mean, yeah. I was I was in a, a relationship for like fifteen years, and I was like. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well, now I got to do all these things. So, like, I mean, back to the point is, like, it doesn't even matter. Like, like even doing this podcast, like, I love doing this podcast now. And I'm like, that's all that matters. That's like, that's you like, gotta, it's like, I'm doing this because I fucking love to do it. I love to talk. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you can't have fun while you're doing it. What the fuck are you doing it for? Yeah. And I it say that, yeah, completely defies the absolutely. I say that. I say that in every single music yeah. pro, in every single music project that I do, every single thing. I'm like, as soon as you make this fucking hard, and as soon as you make this, um, like uh, a job yeah. or like whatever, right. I'm gonna fucking quit. It's but work. I tell everybody, it's work. It's hard work, but it shouldn't be a no. job. But no, 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 no. I mean, no, it's no, and I understand. It's, it's a job. It's hundred percent a job. But, it's a but job if I don't, want to it's do. a job that you want to do. It's a job you want to do. And so it's like if I, I like go come. Punch a clock at quad. I don't yeah. want to get on my fucking fork. No. Exactly. I would much rather sit in my little jank ass yeah. apartment and yeah. sit. With it's a like I mean, and just keep rotating people in my place. Right. I was having. I was having some self. I was having some self doubt about the show that I was playing last night, and I was like, you know, ultimately, like. Like, I was like, ah, oh, you know, we jumped on this bill at the last minute. It was the right decision. Like, maybe I shouldn't have done this because the weather sucks and I didn't want to leave my house. <laughs> and it was ultimately <laughs> more of me being lazy than anything. And then I went to the show and it didn't even, it doesn't matter how many people were there. Actually, there were a lot of people there, surprisingly, like, they all showed up. And I was like, but you know what? I just, I just loved it. And like... Even tonight, where I was like, I went home, like, I just want to hang out. I'm tired. I don't want to go over by Travis's to do this podcast. I was doing some day drinking already. I've already (laughs) been day drinking, and I was like, you know what? I'm having a great time right now. So, like, hey, I regret nothing. Every time, but anytime I do regret something, I'm like, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you got to do things. You got to do things for the love of the things. Absolutely. Because we do enough things in our life that fucking suck. And when you get out of a relationship with someone like that, and we've all been through it, and you realize you weren't doing the things that you loved in your life, it's a big wake-up call to you, and it's like, well, am I going to live? Or am I going to get busy living, or am I going to get busy dying? And it actually also makes future relationships, uh, it makes you uh, very self-aware in future relationships where you're like, oh, Hopefully, hopefully it does, Trisha. That's Hopefully it does. Yeah. You know? You get busy living and you get busy dying. I think it's from the movie. Is that 50 Cent? It might be 50 Cent. Whatever. That's 50 Cent. I like that. I think it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 50 Cent. Like it is. I might, I might have just quoted 50 Cent. I'm pretty that's sure right, there was a whole movie based on 50 <laughs> that Cent is, uh, that's like that. That was like the name of the movie. 
Pretty what? sure. Whatever. That was, that was not a hey, movie. whoever says it's true words, listen. I'll listen to no, him. I don't care. No, quoted some shit, dude. That's like some shit. Like live free or die trying or something like that. Yeah. No, yeah. No, you better get busy. Either way, or die I'm just saying that was in the context. That was a fucking beautiful quote right there, man. And it's the truth. It it's is the, right. It is the truth, man. I I know it from years and years of being a heroin addict. You know, I spent a lot of years trying to die, and I'm trying to live now and do the things that I love and like. Making good choices each and every day, and a really good choice Make was having choices. you. Thank you. Make good choices, and one great choice was having you on the podcast, Garrett. Thank you for coming on to talk about podcasting in general, yeah. and your podcast, Dipping Milk and Cookies. Mm-hmm. Where can people find it? Oh, on what and, platforms and, are you? And available? your new podcast. Yeah. I was gonna get to that. Oh. I was gonna get to that, Tristan. I don't know. But uh, first, the main focus, Dipping Milk and Cookies, where can we listen to it? All major platforms, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Apple. Amazon, Apple, iTunes. Google uh, Play. Or I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Facebook.com slash Dipping Milk and Cookies, Instagram, Twitter. I am the uh, cookie comma one on Instagram, or on Twitter. Uh, Mike is the master milker, respectively on both. Ooh, I'm gonna find him. Patreon.com slash dipping milk and cookies. Go become a supporter, guys. I want to give a shout out to Amanda, Mackenzie, Marcus. You guys are the true heroes. Uh, they're the first patron, Patreon patrons, so uh, definitely gotta give them a shout out. Nice. It's a good feeling, right? Yeah, it is cool. It is yeah. cool. Is that a good feeling? Somebody listened to your shit and we're like, you know what? We're we want to support you, you yeah. living yeah. your dreams. And like honestly, though, that those three, those three people, they pay for our subscription fee for Podbean. Oh. Yeah. So they basically keep us alive. Well, and, well, and so listen, hold on, hold on. You don't that. keep us alive, fuckers. Uh, <laughs> we explicitly clear. I love you guys. No, but but, uh, but that's the uh, other no, no, thing no, 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 though no. is that you didn't even mention Podbean, so yeah, like, no, you're no, also so, like, well, no, Podbean. Podbean that's, yeah, that's, your pod, that's, where I, that's where I found you, dude. Yeah, yeah. Podbean.com slash Dipping Milk and Cookies. That's the, <laughs> that's the OG site if you want to go there. I like that. Um, what else? What else? Dipping Milk and Cookies at gmail.com if you guys want to send anything. Yeah, or you know, any suggestions of would you rather? Would you rather six pack questions, master milkers, mysterious and, and mystery since, segments. And since this is a swap cast, like at some point, I I might Within like the next myself. Couple of weeks, the next couple myself of weeks. or Travis or both of us or one of us or yeah, somebody. If you, both, if you both want to come on at the same I'll time, do it. That's we, fine. Yeah, I'll that, fucking do it. Yeah, we'll yeah, do it. We'll cool. do it at the same time. Do like we'll work it out. We can most definitely do that. As long yeah. as one question is about robots, please let one <laughs> question be about robots. Well, James or Travis, I can see how fucking hyped up you got about that robot question. Question, buddy. He's like really into it. <laughs> and so, I want a question about African gray parrots. African gray parrots. But and then also, uh, when do you plan? So you your new podcast? Yeah, um, along the ride, that's gonna come out. Like I said, uh, probably early 2022. Like I said, I need to bank some episodes up because I want I want to be able to consistently release yeah, those release. episodes. Like so, weekly? You think weekly? It's or probably going to be bi-weekly. Bi-weekly? Yeah, at okay. first. At first. At first. Hopefully 2020, 2022 ramps up the way that we're projecting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll have plenty of opportunity to, to, well, to get interviews in. For sure. I mean, you'll have, you'll have, if you're on the road with your band, you know, mm-hmm. Reflection of Flesh is mm-hmm. traveling around and you, you've got so many more opportunities to stick a mic in somebody's face and yeah. say, let's <laughs> do this. Absolutely, yeah. So you know, so like... Yeah, you should be able to bank a lot of episodes. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for talking about podcasting with us. It's always fun to meet someone else that's doing this weird thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, man. It could it could be it's a weird. very singular, weird, lonely feeling when you're sitting in your bedroom in front of a microphone like does anybody really care? Does anybody really Always. do this? Am I yes. weird Never for doing this? Yes. 
for loving this, you know. So people do. Obviously, they do. People are here. And I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys having me over. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being on. Check out Garrett Smith on all of his social medias, and we look for us to be on his podcast coming up soon. We'll be back right after this. This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by the natural deodorant that Trisha recommended when she was drunk. Hey, you can even put it under your boobs. Uh, okay. Yes, that's right. It's the deodorant that Trisha recommended when she was drunk. Not only does it make you smell like a pine cone, but it also costs you $18. You can put it on your butt, too. And we're back on the show. Thanks again to Garrett Smith from the Dipping Milk and Cookies podcast. Check it out wherever you download podcasts. They're pretty much on all the platforms, just like we are. But in particular, I think they would like you to listen on Spotify. And so check that out and stay tuned for Garrett's new podcast coming up, too. That sounds really fun. Uh, yeah, his cats, our cats liked him, you know, yeah, so he must uh, be a good dude. Yeah, man. Anytime my cat comes on, uh, gets the belly rub of approval, you're a cool dude. Yeah. So if the cats approve of your podcast guests, then he's probably a pretty solid dude. Yep. So, we're going to get into our reviews for the week. We've only got two, and I think we'll throw them together in the same segment here. We don't have to really break this nah. up much. It's just the two of us. Like, yeah. I, you don't need a break, do you? Nope, I'm, I'm just dandy. I mean, you can just, like, give me, like, the timeout, like, <laughs> signal if you got to, like, pee or something. Yep, just... <laughs> just, like, point, My horrible whistling. point at your groin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like, uh, start doing a little happy dance like a dog would do. Yeah. So, our first review is of what, Christine? That would be of Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. Dun, dun, dun. I think everyone who's seen Bob Ross, or has grown up watching Bob Ross, or has just discovered him recently since he became kind of like an internet meme. Oh, uh, yes. Um, yes. Anyone who's experienced Ross like loves him right they have like this, how can you not yeah he he's he's like mr rogers in that where it's just like he seems like this totally zen totally at peace dude and just one of the best dudes possible yes but then you see the trailers for this you know this new documentary on netflix and you're like oh there's a darkness behind the story it's all not just like happy little trees and happy little bushes no. and, and little squirrel friends in your pocket. Like, what is actually behind it? And they don't really say in the trailers, like, no. what happened behind the scenes. You just got to stay tuned mm-hmm. to that Netflix release and find out. And I was intrigued. I want to find out, like, more behind the story. Bad Bob Ross. You know, yeah, you want to find out, look, is, is the darkness they're going to talk about, is this with bob ross himself is it with some kind of relationship shit that he went through or is this like some kind of bad business situation and getting into spoiler i i mean it's a documentary it's a documentary it's, it's a real life event i i guess you could call it getting into spoilers but we're gonna get into spoilers here so if you haven't watched yet and you you really want to be surprised by what happens um go ahead i i guess and don't listen but um so the, the deal is you don't find it out until like a third of the way 
into the documentary and but they are kind of alluding to it along the way that he had a greedy business partner basically yeah and that he was focused on doing his teaching making his tv show and he felt like that was his mission to teach people that they could be more than themselves right yes and he had made a business arrangement with a couple uh the kowalskis and the documentaries claim like i don't know i wasn't there i don't i unfortunately on the documentary the kowalskis declined to appear and they declined to have their say in it so everything that happens in it's not that like, I don't believe it, but you have to say everything that they talk about in the documentary is from one side of the story, though, right? Could there be more to it? Sure. But from my assessment, in my opinion, it sounds like they really ripped off Bob Ross and his family, and they really got greedy with the image of Bob Ross. And pretty much took it away from his family and took it away from the ownership of it from um, Bob Ross's son and like any of his other friends or family members or anything. So I, I guess it was these Kowalskis and they had gone into a business partnership like right when Bob was like starting to teach and like go into doing a show or whatever. And they ran the day-to-day operations of the Bob Ross empire so that he could continue to do what he loved. And it just sounds like they had too much control. Yeah, overall, it does sound like that. There was a lot of exploitation going on. Because, like, yeah, when you're just focused on the artwork and you're not paying attention to the books or the weird phone deals that they were doing like there'd be like you know what did they say like there was plungers at the end of their phones and like they'd be really shady and weird things that were going on daily and yeah. like and especially at the end it was atrocious after he passed where they were like forging his name and trying to get like uh from his wife like you know she was a widow yeah. but trying to get all of his stuff from her yeah. i mean like shortly after he died and it's like yeah. At, dude, I you can say business is business, but dude, that is just really gross. No, it sounds like there's a lot of like gross business practices yes. going on. And so like there's even a story in the documentary that like after his death, um, uh, em- an employee at Bob Ross Industries or Inc., uh, whatever, BRI, yeah, Bob B- Ross yeah. Inc., uh, an employee like saw someone like signing bob ross's name to like forged paintings basically you know what i mean and like bob ross's paintings are so easy to reproduce you know and it's just like they're sitting there like signing bob ross's name on paintings it's one thing to like produce like t-shirts and like things like that and exploit someone's name like that but to do the whole signature that that's very gross i mean that's a big claim like if he if he isn't just a disgruntled employee and like he really did see those things happening that is a serious serious accusation man that uh, of all the things like they talked about in the documentary like that might be one of the worst you know because Mm -hmm. it is not only bad business 
it it's totally illegal. Yes. You know, it's totally illegal. You're basically counterfeiting when you don't have to because like you have this entire empire of Bob Ross merchandise and you own his IP and they do slap it on so many things. T-shirts and uh, like finger puppets and toothpaste and pajamas, like keychains and just they they control all of that, yeah. uh, absolutely all of it. Wherever you buy, like it's insane uh, that one company owns the rights just to that. Like yeah. that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I'm sure they would justify that by saying, you know, we entered a business agreement, we signed contracts, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, we have the legal right, and according to the law, I guess they do. But I mean, man, it's just it's just shitty. And like that, his son hasn't even seen a dime from that this from this tragic. empire from this empire that exists after his death. Here we are, like what, um, twenty five, twenty six years later after his death, and he's probably more popular now than he ever was. Like his reruns. I, I think Bob Ross is streaming on Netflix, right? Can't you watch? Yes, like, I think The Joy of Painting is... Streaming. Not all the seasons, but like... Probably not, no, but I'm sure there's certain seasons that are up, but it, it doesn't really matter. Whatever he does, like, it's going to be awesome because you'll never know if you'll see, like, Peapod the Squirrel or some little baby, like, you know, birds or something on there. Like, the, it's just a great show, but yeah, what happened to him was just terrible. Well, it's just like... I It's, it's more so terrible to family to me like you know like not that you really want to see anyone exploited after their death but like people love bob and they love his image and they love what he stood for so much that they want to own these little tchotchkes and t-shirts and things like that with his face on it and like happy little accidents yeah, and, and things like that because they just want to honor bob so much and and to know from the documentary that that money isn't going to like his family or his loved ones or anything like that. It's like, that is tragic. I, I'm going, I'm going to think about that. I'm actually going to think about that the next time that I do want to like purchase some Bob. I see a sweet Bob Ross shirt on Amazon and I'm like, dude, I, you know, my last one got trashed. Uh, I kind of want a new one, but like, do I want to support giving these people the money that, like, kind of did Bob and his entire family bogus. No, and I completely agree. I thought the same thing, and I think that is the moral of this documentary, is that, hey, look, you're supporting my dad, but it's it's not what it seems. Like, you know, you just pull off the cover, and there's all this really shady, underhanded, greedy things, yeah. and it just, like, kind of makes you feel dirty, from it, and it has nothing to do with Bob Ross himself. He was an amazing person. I wish I could have met him in, you know, his heyday. He seemed like a really cool dude to be around. Yeah. And just, just to know that his legacy has been soiled so badly, and it's just coming to light what's going on. It's like, it is just, it's kind of sad and heartwarming at the same time, because, like, you bring back the memories of, like, Bob Ross, but then when you hear that, it's like, dude, that's such a shame. Yeah, it is. And, and like I said, it is from one point of view. You know what I mean? It is from one point of view, but man, just to like see how these people are exploiting his image, man, it makes you think of like all the stuff that you, all the nostalgic stuff that you purchase, you know, like that, who, who is really getting, who's really profiting behind this and in your mind to like make it right. If you think about it at all, you just want to believe that some descendant 
of the person you loved that actually cares about them and their legacy is getting that money, is getting that money from you. You know, you don't want to see some just uh, uncaring, un, you know, like uh, corporation that just owns the IP and they're getting money for your love of that person or that thing. And there's family members that, you know, like are descended from that person or were married to that person, whatever, and they're not getting anything. You know, like when, when you mix art and business, it's always nasty, right? Because if you want to be successful, at some point, you always do need to concede some of your art. You know, you need you need to at some point make some exceptions, whether you're doing a podcast and you decide uh, like I believe Garrett does that on his podcast that you don't want to swear on your podcast because you just want a certain amount of sponsors, you know, and, and you know that certain sponsors just aren't going to be cool with you, you know, doing every other word, fuck words and shit and, you know, talking like we talk on our podcast, you know, like, and that's cool. That's absolutely cool. If he wants to do that, you know, like I'm, I'm, I just can't, I can't do this without, you know, using fuck words and things like that. I, I have to be me. Like I have to be who I am. And if a sponsor isn't going to accept that, like that's cool and that sucks at the same time. But like, I have to keep going on and being me because it's, you know, once pod- you start giving up one thing, then like, where does it end? Right. And, and Bob Ross felt that way when, when they had their company, uh, during his lifetime and he didn't want to make exceptions with like the quality of like the paints or the paint brushes or like any of the materials that were sold and branded as Bob Ross materials. Like he didn't want to be known for bad quality. Like he wanted people to paint, to open up their minds. It wasn't about the merchandise for him. Like he didn't see it as that. I mean, I think, I think it was a little bit Uh, because he wanted to like spread the word and like he was cool with people being fans and, and like buying his stuff, but he wanted that to be top quality stuff. Yes. And you know what? As an artist, I completely agree because I'm not about to promote a certain brand of anything, whether it be pencils or paints or what type of canvas to use without actually testing it first. Because for all I know, that quality could be shit. And you, like, if you're not an experienced artist, you try drawing or painting on it and you fail, you might think you're failing as a person when in fact it's the quality. And I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, be behind that word. It's disappointing when you buy something that you're a fan of, some kind of merchandise that you're a fan of, and that you you get some cheap piece of shit. And it's like, it's really disappointing. We were just talking about this, Trisha and I were just talking about this with Bellhead last week, how they pay super close attention to detail when they're making merchandise, and especially their t-shirts, because you want your merchandise to be a reflection of... of who you are as a band, who you are as an artist, who you are as a movie maker or whatever. And when you think, when you actually like consider not only your product that you're putting out, but also the merchandise associated with it, because that does reflect on you. You know, like if you go to buy, if you're a fan of Bob Ross paints and you go to buy Bob Ross paints because you're such a fan of them and you're sitting there choosing between two paints in the paint store and one is Bob Ross and one is just the popular other brand and it's a little bit cheaper, you're going to pick the Bob Ross one because like you, you just want to support him and his legacy and the thing. But when you get that paint home and you find out it's shitty oil paint, 
dude, you're not going to buy it again. And you're going to be disappointed. Like, dude, I have such confidence in quality in, in the quality of Bob Ross as a person and an individual. I would like to think he's going to sell me good stuff. Exactly. You know, when I go to buy a shirt from a band that I like and it's a low quality shirt and you can say to yourself, well, they didn't have any input into what their shirts were made of and stuff, but they could. They absolutely could. Does it make you less money? Yeah. But like there are certain bands that like, you know, like like Kiss really doesn't, you know, like approve of like they make a lot of cheap merchandise and shit. But like, dude, they like sign off on all the shit that gets associated with their name, you know, and they've made an empire out of doing that. And they made a lot of money out of doing that. But like, man, they really think about and like. The, their image that they want to portray through their merchandise. Yeah, and the... he was concerned about that, Bob Ross was. And his business partners wanted to cut corners and stuff so that they could make more money, put out products cheaper, and he wasn't having that, and it caused him a lot of pain. No, and I I totally get that, because it feels like you're lying to these people that adore you. Right. Because, like, I mean, like I, like I said, I love certain paints. I have actually don't think I've ever painted with Bob Ross oil paints because they were usually on the more expensive side. And I kind of like, you know, I know what I like in certain paints and stuff. But yeah, if I opened it up and it was garbage, I would be so mad because I spent, what, 8 to $10 on one thing and it wasn't good. Like, that says a lot about your group. Like, what else is bad? I'm not going to buy the rest of this stuff. Yeah, like, so... Oh, man. It, it, really, it really sucks. I mean, it, it makes you think about the you know the artists and stuff that you want to support and is the money really going to them who's it really going to after their death and you know i i leave myself open that there could be another side to the story i'm not saying this documentary is the truth or whatever but i mean it seems like some pretty reliable sources is it biased what of, of course, but that being biased doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Most documentaries are biased. You know, they, they may not claim to be, uh, but but they are, whether through intention or just the way that it turned out. But yeah, it's, you know, it's sad, but I don't think it's the end of the story either. You know, I think that now that this documentary is out there, a lot of people have seen it. This is going to affect Bob Ross merchandise sales. Oh, definitely. And, you know, people are going to get behind this and might do like a GoFundMe or, you know, some crowdfunding thing and might try to, you know, get uh, Steve his rights back to his dad. Yeah, Steve Ross. His yeah, son, to get yeah. Uh, his dad's name back. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we'll see. We'll we'll follow the story. Maybe it's not the end of the story. Maybe it's like a making a murderer situation where we follow up like Happy a year Accidents or two later. Part two. Happy Accidents Part Two: The Reckoning. You know. <laughs> redemption. Some... Redemption. Yeah, the joy of redemption. <laughs> yeah. The joy of revenge. <laughs> yeah. So. Apologies. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, good good documentary. Dug it a lot. Um. Nowhere near as... I, I have to uh, compare it to the Mr. Rogers documentary that mm. came out a few years ago, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, but that was one of my favorite documentaries of, like, all time. Dude, I cried so hard during this <laughs> I cried that really is, hard. It is one of the most beautiful documentaries I know, that I've seen a, in a long he time. He was a beautiful person. It's a beautiful oh. story, but that documentary as well, 
uh, was just beautifully made and and just like there was no darkness in that story no. whatsoever. You know, it is such a beautiful story. It was story. such a hopeful story. Like, yeah. oh, oh my God, what theater was that that we saw that movie? We saw that at the. Um, was that? It wasn't the Avalon. No, we saw that at the uh, one. On, it was at River West. Oh, yes, oh my God, oh my I'm, God. Like, I, I can't think oh, of the name of the dude, theater the right now. The popcorn's so good. The popcorn oh is the, very good there. It's the one on Prospect or whatever. So, anyway, that was good. Everybody cried in the theater. This is good as well. Not quite as good as Mr. Rogers, but I mean. They're different. They're different documentaries. That you know, it wasn't going into the darkness of the business with you know, like Mr. Rogers, no. you know, so and the exploitation. So, yeah, it's it's good. Check it out on Netflix. It's streaming now. Get it wherever you get your Netflixes sold to you, whether on your phone or a computer or on your television. So we're gonna get next into our review and discussion on episode three of marvel's what if and christine what is the name of the episode what if world lost all its heroes i don't think that's it no i actually forgot <laughs> i, I don't think look that's at my it christine. i think the name of the episode is actually what if the earth lost its mightiest heroes yes that one right uh, what I was looking up Bob Ross because you yelled at me. I didn't yell at you. Yes, you did. You're like, we're not doing that one first, so I forgot. <laughs> well, anyway, it's a, it's about what if the Avengers had died in in this what if episode. So we're focusing on what if the world lost its mightiest heroes. Yes, I we see that now. We got there. I mean, we yes, we used the internet and we got there. Uh. So what if the Avengers had died and how did that happen? But basically it's like, how did that happen? Right? So apparently there was somebody running around, ding donging around, killing Avengers, right? Yeah. But like overall my dude, I didn't really care. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like this episode as much because to me, like, the explanation of how it happened wasn't really that interesting. No, well, maybe it's because the fatigue of the Avengers have been, you know, on the big screen for so long that I just don't really care about these characters in the long run. Plus, really? you just like it. You're, you're just done with, like, Jeremy Renner and well, Iron Man and Hulk. You just don't want no more? As of right now, yeah. I kind of want to see some other stories from the other parts, like Star Jammers, you know, or Power Pack or something. But... I'm getting off subject here. What this was like the first two episodes to what if were more of a personal story. This was about the group and it's just like I don't know, I just what I, don't I was think just that was it. Uh, maybe just for it. you, maybe just for you. I don't th- for for me, I just didn't really care about the explanation for it and where it all went. Like Yeah, that was kind of a weak like, ending. Like like spoilers, um <laughs> Hank Pym uh, fucking ant-man is killing all the avengers like that first of all that why like i mean they the explanation at the end was very weak in my opinion i'm like wait so you decided to kill the world's only strongest superpowered beings so when in on you know an attack happens from outer space from all the holes being opened up because that's just how the marvel universe works there's no one to protect them. That, yeah, that well, was really the, smart. Well, the story is, in, in, in this universe of the What If universe, that um, Evangeline Lilly, uh, 
Janet is it her name? Her name's Hope. Hope, sorry. Yes. I'm I'm thinking the original wasp. But um Hope Van Dyne dies and she was an agent of Shield and Hank Pym blames Nick Fury and Shield for her death. And so he goes about trying to fuck up this Avengers project that Nick Fury and Coulson have going on. It just doesn't really, it doesn't add up to his character at all. And like, I mean, he's a very intelligent, you know, like he just snapped somewhere. Like we don't, we don't get like where he snapped. I mean, we get why he snapped because his daughter died. But to me, he does not seem like the kind of dude that would go on a rampage and like yeah that's the last person I mean that i would have thought of and go for, for revenge and like be just murkin avengers you know like i don't know i'm i'm just... he kills a bunch of other people especially like jeremy renner who has a family for crying out loud and like dude he makes the hulk explode he made the hulk explode like that was kind of, i like that part but i was like i don't know i just thought the story was too big and vast and it wasn't as interesting as the last two stories yeah i i, I just didn't like buy the whole explanation i think they could have done something a little more clever with it and then like the end where you get loki coming in and it's like well loki's seeking revenge for thor's death um, so he brings in an army of Asgardians and they're going to fuck up the joint cause like they're mad at humans for killing his brother. And it's like, um, okay. And, and then they, Nick Fury ends up getting him to help out who really did it, which is just Ant-Man and, and, but then Loki just lets Nick Fury go arrest Ant-Man and doesn't even want to like kill him or like take him back to Asgard for like reckoning or anything like that and then he just like flips the switch and decides that he wants to take over the world and he's like he's like standing at the united nations like i'm taking over the world now so like it's like yeah it's (laughs) like oh okay so this is how we're ending yeah all right i i i didn't really like so he helped them and then he also took over the world and he was just okay with Hank Pym being arrested. Yeah. That, right. I, I just thought it was, out of all the stories for a what if episode, like I think they just went too big. I guess in a multiverse and a, a universe of possibilities, I guess this is a possible, possible event that could have happened to me. It's just not a very interesting no. one at all. So like I'll keep watching the show. I, I love the show and everything they're doing with it. And... But that's just it. Like, there's going to be a whole lot of hits and misses. And they were also like that in the comic book where there would be a few that were yeah. just like, because like, you know, hey, you ran out of ideas and you just kind of like, oh, they're going to go drink tea at the cafe. And it's just going to be like, uh, you know, Thanos on a regular day in the office, like because they ran out of ideas. Like, it's fine. But like, I I'd hope they can just get the feeling of the first two again in the next upcoming ones because I really liked where those were going. They I, were I remember I remember um a issue of Mad Magazine that I read when I was a kid. Uh where they were, they always were parodying like some show or something like that. Mostly movies. I think it might have been an S N L parody or something that they were talking about. And they were talking about like how are we gonna come up with a sketch this week and they would like just 
throw darts at like a bunch of different subjects on the wall or something and that's how they would come up with it i feel like this is very much a dartboard kind of episode where it was like what if the avengers <laughs> it's kind of like a mad lib yeah what if the <laughs> avengers died <laughs> and the person that was killing them was ant-man and then at the end Ant-Man is stopped by Loki and then Loki takes over the world at the end. Huh? Put know. it on paper and put it on film now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I said it this is an overall it has been a very good series, but this one just was not not as just not that interesting. It just wasn't. That it just wasn't like it. Like you have stuff going on there, but like since there were so many characters, because that's what the Avengers are. You got several characters all together. It's like, it's like okay, this person dies, this person dies, and I'm like, okay, whatever. What? Just whatever. Wasn't that interesting? Like you said, but you know what was interesting was episode sixty four of Radio Free Galaxy, and we're to the end of it now. <gasps> are we? We are to the end of it. Absolutely. Oh, what now? Unless you got something else to review. Um. Do you have a good fart to review, or? Oh, I got plenty of those. Do you want to do you want to talk about some more Antiques Roadshow, or? Dude, I love Antiques Roadshow. What's What's something good that you saw in Antiques Roadshow tonight? Can you uh, remember ma, ma, anything ma, ma, in particular? Ma, ma, ma. Tonight, tonight, tonight. What What was going on? Uh oh, god, they have so many weird things on the British one. Um, were they Were they at the castle of Glenfirthshire? For Sershire, oh yeah, and then they had for Sershire Kodvingerflagen the third after that one. <laughs> yeah, because they all have super fancy names and at least three hundred years worth of history. Yeah, I love the British. So I've got more of that to look forward to in my future. So sixty-five episodes. Yay! We get to talk about a table from the Queen Anne period, but it's not really the Queen Anne period. It was made in the nineteen uh, twenties. I, I just love seeing all those Chippendale chairs. Oh just, man, you're just falling over those Chippendale just chairs. Chippendale chairs and l- lots of Lalique glass. Oh, I love. Oh, I love so Lalique glass. So much Lalique. Oh, I just love it. Anyway, that's been episode 64 of Radio Free Galaxy. Uh, thank you again to Garrett Smith from Dippy Milk and Cookies podcast for joining us. That was a fun conversation about podcasting. And sorry that Trisha and Adam couldn't join us this week. They were here in spirit. Uh, and Trisha was here for a little while, but yeah, before she, she got her car stolen. Yes. And uh, I'm sure they'll both be back next week if you're missing them. And remember to check us out on all the different platforms that we're available on, which are Spotify and on iTunes and uh, where else? Anchor.fm slash Radio Free Galaxy. Yeah, and also don't forget to check uh, you know, our YouTube channel, the Radio our Free YouTube Galaxy channel. podcast on yeah. YouTube. We have new uh, videos almost daily, I believe. We don't have new videos daily, but we do have a whole lot of videos for you to check out during the week. Hopefully, we'll get another episode of Christine Does Stuff and Things yeah, coming up Yeah, definitely come soon. and check out my show. I'm always talking about weird and fun nerdy things and my uh, new nerdy finds of the week. Yeah, so can't wait to see what you do next. And I'm always posting weird commercials from the 80s and 90s and various other things that I find on VHS tapes. Kind of interesting, kind of fun. I like doing it. 
Some people like watching it. So if you want to see some stuff like that, just search for Radio Free Galaxy on YouTube. And I'm sure you will find one of our videos and then be directed to the channel, right? Oh, exactly. And you'll, you'll love us and we'll love you. I mean, maybe. <sighs> you and the word love. Anyway, love this episode. Love you, Christine. And Aww. I love you all. And we will see you next time on episode 65 of Radio Free Bye. Galaxy next week. Bye-bye.